Hey, I got a podcast just for me, and it's called On Tubes. That's the show where I decide what Matrix gonna view. Where I watch a weird cartoon, something old and tough to find. I shoot Adric a little text. We get together and speak our minds. I got a podcast just for me, and it's called On Tunes. That was beautiful. Yeah, I remember. You gave that your all. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing that they always say with musical improv is just commit and it'll be way funnier. Um, Also, I don't know which one of us has to edit this episode, but (laughs) good fucking luck. That'll always be the question when we get to the end. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's all fun and games until you have to edit one of these fucking things. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's like, I have to get on fucking filmmusic.io and maybe find something that vaguely matches up with this. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I I thought about that like a couple minutes after I wrote that intro, and then I was like, uh, uh, worst case scenario, it'll just be like mouth sounds in the background. (laughs) This might be one of the ones where it's um, dire enough that I pay Miles to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Hi, everybody. Anyways. Yeah, welcome to On Two's podcast. You know what it is at this point. I'm Adrian. Yeah, well, we don't actually introduce the podcast. You just did. You you gave the most effective introduction of the podcast that I think we've ever had. Yeah, singing like I'm just piss pants drunk. Right, like our good friend. Pardon me, Pete. Pardon me, Pete. And um, uh, (laughs) which I I have questions about that. Uh, which part because i think he was the most established of any of the characters as far as like what his whole spiel was no i get exactly what he is and who he is he's punks tony phil correct but does is punks tony phil like a registered trademark could they not just name him punks tony phil why is he fucking pardon me pete yeah i couldn't find anything about this other than pardon me pete is a hilarious name it is very funny and he keeps saying pardon me yeah it's like part of his part of his whole spiel i wonder if it was one of those things where like you know sometimes the actor is like oh no i really want some stupid bullshit to be associated with my character it totally feels like one of those things where uh, an actor is like no i think you should really say pardon me like every five seconds yeah i think that's really important buddy hackett's just there like Uh, he said pardon me all the time (laughs) he sounds really drunk for a lot of this have you watched there's a there's a clip of um Orson we haven't Wells. clarified what we're what we watched. We watched Jack it's, Frost. I want to tell the story about Orson Welles. Jack Frost, the 1979. Yeah. Oh, the uh, <laughs> the Chardonnay. wine. Oh, there is another fresh <laughs> yeah. wine. I pound my soul. the French. That one and so the anything. Um, the peas commercial. Are oh, both really good. I haven't seen the peas commercial. Is this oh, also I him? Gotta, I have to send you the it. It's him reading um copy for a commercial for frozen peas, 
Yeah. And he just gets so pissed off at the people in the booth <laughs> giving him notes. You're fucking incredible. It's just him going like, that's that's not a thing that a person can say. Nor would they ever. Please <laughs> yeah. stop. These are not, I wouldn't. I, God, so there's so many anything. good quotes in there. <laughs> like, the one that I always think of is, yes, always. Okay, well, I'm going to put uh, both these clips in the uh, in the show notes so that people watch them. Yeah, both of the... They're required at this point. George Orwell, the the man who would be Baron Harkonnen if we hadn't been robbed of that movie. Foolish, by people, foolish humans. People not willing to give an insane guy like $15 million <laughs> in the 60s <laughs> to make a movie where he wouldn't clarify how long it was. Listen... I, if you gave me a hundred million dollars, I wouldn't be able to tell you how long uh, any of the Dune movies would be if I no. were producing them. I mean, fucking the one that ended up coming out and being good, you still don't it's, know how long that thing is going to be. Yeah, two and a half hours yeah. minimum. <laughs> um, so we watched Jack Frost because it's winter now. Um, uh-huh. I had the first it's... real snowfall while I was watching it. It was really pretty. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had good. ours uh, Monday. It made me like kind of um, legitimately emotional, like uh, watching a an historic, um, I don't know, seasonal thing alongside a seasonal event. Yeah, I think it's also weird because to just get the timeline to people, we're in the middle of November. Yeah. Um, so it's weird watching all of this Christmas stuff and just being less pissed off about Christmas creep because mm-hmm. it's just like, well... I'm watching all this shit anyway. Might as well be <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's funny because like... Um, Bring on the Wham song. We have to Let's watch go. it ahead of time in order to like get this... Because we have like a backlog yeah, to be we a, record stuff. Yeah. You, know, you know how this shit works at this point. And, yeah, you know how the sausage is made. Right. Oh, God. Um, so there's no way that we can like get a jump on it. And, right. Uh, yeah, that is something compelled against. But, uh-huh. I, but whatever, it's fine. I'm like, I look at the calendar and I'm like, I'm living in December now. Yeah, we it is Christmas time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we love it. We love it. Everyone's holly and jolly. It's also it, it's like leached into me doing improv, like just with my team. It's like God, I play Santa Claus a lot. <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> what, am I, what am I doing in the middle of November? Everybody with you is like, that's a looking early, dude. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> everyone's just that's the third scene that you've opened just by going ho, 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 ho. <laughs> and they cannot stop you <laughs> yeah no they have to say yes and um, it's impossible to stop me i'm santa <laughs> that's the whole fucking point <laughs> yeah uh and in case you didn't watch the end of the the last episode where we talked about it this is not the jack frost about or the um uh, the horror it's the not horror the horror one. movie and it's not the one where a musician like drives his car off a cliff right so while he's get that out trying of the way. to get back to his family no it is uh the rankin bass cartoon yeah which fortunately uh we released our previous rankin bass episode so i don't really need to talk about them that much right no we, we can sort of get that out of the way because yeah mean, I... if you want to hear about rankin bass they're in, we talked about it in the Mad Monster Party episode. We complain a lot. Yeah. They're, <laughs> we complain a lot. <laughs> they're really old-fashioned. Yeah. They, yeah. This, 
also, I mean, this was much better than Mad Monster Party. Um, yes, much much like, better. 100%. Not perfect. Um, still aged poorly in a lot of in a lot of places that I, I think we can get into as we get into like the story parts of it. But this was like clearly more invested in. The animation quality was much better. Um, that we got more than a single song <laughs> in the thing. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, yeah, Mad it, Monster it Party better. also just had the like one song. For some reason, I was thinking of um of We're Back when you mentioned that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is with like, all of these random animation productions? Yeah, just like half-assed <laughs> shows where they're just like, we need a song in the middle, otherwise kids will just run away. There's more than one song in this, right? I'm not, I'm not losing my mind. Yeah, there's like five. Okay, good, 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 good. I started Wait. to question it almost immediately. Yeah, like, fucking Kubla Clank has his own song. Oh, God, I forgot about that. That was great. Yeah, well, I of course you did. There's like 600 characters in this for no goddamn reason. That is true, and that is a problem. Um, um anyway, so we open on goddamn not Punxsutawney Phil because apparently there's a copyright issue or something. Phil. I don't know. Oh, I couldn't find if Punxsutawney Phil was uh, a copyright yeah. <laughs> property. Well, there's also like no trivia on this thing and in imdb there's all right there's one piece of trivia in the imdb entry for this entire movie and uh cossacks are members of an ethnic group found in southern russia and ukraine they are known for their horsemanship and fighting skills apparent not known for making robots but (laughs) you know um no i feel like that's decent trivia because i feel like people should know who the cossacks are are i but it's not really trivia about this. No, and it's it, barely it would be trivia. like, yeah, it, it would just be like fucking. Let me log into IMDb and just go on trivia on this. Ice is frozen water <laughs> and would actually make for bad currency. <laughs> oh God, we'll get into that. <laughs> this um, movie has a very confusing economy to it. I do have an update. This sh- we can actually. Oh man, we should add this into the trivia because this is legitimate trivia that Oh, all right. Uh, Puxatoni Phil was legitimate trivia. But actually, hang on. So the the tradition is over 100 years old, but um the trademark wasn't granted until 1995 and it was granted to um hilarious uh the Puxatoni Groundhog Club. Is that's just like those weirdos with the top hats, right? Yeah, they do not take infringement lightly. So why? But 1995, and this is 79. 79. Yeah, why would they? Huh? Just out of respect for the club, you know. Anyway, we open on "Pardon Me, Pete," telling us about, uh, like, hey, I did, I, I get scared of my shadow. Oh, but I'm tricking all of you dumb shits. Guess what? I get to go take a nap. Here's a dumb story. Uh. And then we yeah. pop, so, I don't know, back in time, who knows how long. But they, somewhere between 150 and 3,000 years. <laughs> yeah. But this, this could be taking place in like any time prior to the modern era. <laughs> and uh, it's like, because the only, the only technology that we're shown in the entire thing is... The uh, robots. The robots, which are completely yeah. inexplicable anyway. And so there's no right. there's no context we can gain. From. And everything else is like, um, literally could be parts of modern day Russia today, or could have been, you know, several other parts of the world. But are they even in Russia? 
Because like, everyone seems to have different accents. Everyone has different accents. They're all blonde, and they all have blue eyes. It's like vaguely European. I don't know. Anyway. Are they Aryan? We, we open on, we shoot back in time, and we have Larry Storch complaining about how he doesn't have enough pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, and just in time, uh, just, yeah. he he reveals that he has saved a single, what's the name of their currency? Kaputnik? Kaputnik. I want to say. Yeah. Is that? That's it. Uh, he saved a single yeah. Kaputnik from the from uh, Kubla Clank. From Kubla Clank, and Kubla Clank is also a very very funny thing. He's like it's mind the Clank part is very funny. Um, it is probably racist. Probably, I don't know. Do we know any Cossacks that we can ask? Unclear. Fucking like anyway. It's such yeah, a weird so- pull for them for these Americans to make, and like maybe they have a a, a more deep cultural connection. Riley was watching this part with me, and he is like, people must have been like, really wrong living through World War II. But I don't think that's like... I don't know. Like, it's all just so... All right. So anyway, Kubla Clank comes in and takes away the Kaputnik, uh, shows off that he has a robot horse with like a crane for stealing coins from people. No one can have money. Yeah. It's not it's not allowed because this guy comes and takes it from you. Is so anti communist propaganda? I it's so baffling that I don't know. Yeah. Like, like cuz they make they then they make money out of fucking icicles. Yeah. So Jack Frost comes down and is like it freezes all the pumpkins and somehow this makes them happy that all yeah. of their produce has been frozen early. Well, they're they're happy because they're going to get snow or ice money. Right. And so this is this is what they then show us is that everybody during the winter slices much so they've a, a like um a roll of ice like a sausage, mm-hmm. like a salam, and they are slicing it with a hacksaw to make coins with. And for the entire winter, everybody just agrees that this is valid valuable currency. Um, and they're completely comfortable exchanging it. Is this what cryptocurrency is? Like, is that just what this is, where it's it's just going to be that point at which <laughs> you're left holding the bag and fucking <laughs> spring comes and you're like, ah, shit. Uh, it melted. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. This is shipcoin or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, this is like either extremely salient, very understanding commentary on modern fiscal policy or like fiscal policy in general or capitalism in general or it's extremely fucking clueless and i'm leaning towards the clueless side because bass don't seem like they have a lot going on as far as it feels like conceptually what you're looking at is the they got all of their money taken away and no one can think of any other way to <laughs> to deal with one another aside from, like from there's having no some bartering. sort of currency. <laughs> yeah, they they require a currency, and nor could they could they make this currency out of anything that would like stand the test of time. And right. nor is uh is anybody like concerned uh about Clank going and stealing their their new created currency. Well, they it can't just, do anything about it because he has a fucking robot army. Yeah, but they're not concerned about it, you know? Like, they've made this new currency. Why doesn't he just go steal this one, too? Clearly, it has value. Yeah. They're using it to trade for goods and services. Yeah, I guess How that... How could both I mean, be true? Hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe 
the economy in this movie was just not very considered. Probably not. Um. So anyway, we are we are more in, but only through his like wild winter actions because he he's just shown as like flipping through the the wind, invisible to everybody else, um, whistling winter in. Huh. Well, we were introduced to him mostly uh, when he gets horned for the one American girl in the uh, in the town. Yeah. So that's that's his like first real like uh, being a character. Um, yeah, you're right. Actually, she does look different from literally everybody else. And she has she has an American accent. Everybody what? is either um, an, uh, a stereotypical old peasant or has like an american accent and yeah, blonde or, hair or is like a knight yeah it's <laughs> it's something um, uh, anyway, she's just like she's just like what screwing around hanging hanging out by a pond that's frozen over. yeah she was like oh i want to go look at all of uh fucking jack frost's beautiful work because she really likes jack frost as a concept right which is baffling right um she's like oh i go i want to go look at all of jack frost's beautiful work before it get ru- it gets ruined and then that asshole kubla clank he's like i've got to go over this lake and just like smashes it with his horse so she's just a like robot horse about. yeah uh and then jack Fro- she's heading towards a there's a waterfall that's coming from this lake yeah i don't yeah unclear this frozen lake um she's about to tip over the edge on this like ice ice sheet ice and then yeah jack frost whistles and she flies down to the bottom of it and she's like wee what fun um yeah it's a lot of this movie is just baffling shit that i just probably overlooked when i watched this as a kid yeah i I had the exact same feeling about this and now like watching it from any type of critical basis (laughs) it's just like what the fuck is this writing yeah and like the animation great really very good everything looks really good and cool like all of the all of the like physical techniques they used to to make a thing look like a thing especially with all this winter shit going on is like they've clearly developed some techniques here over the course of because do you know what the history of their making of winter films is like where this is along the the lineage uh along their lines of like of rank and bass movies yeah and specifically in their a winter ones. sense yeah uh let me get back on uh that weird net 1.0 rank and bass website <laughs> Let's go to rankandbass.com. Uh-oh. It says it's not secure. Uh, potential security risk ahead. Eh, I don't know how to... Okay, I've swapped to Firefox in the meantime, so I don't know how to get it to let me on the Rank and Bass website. In the meantime, I can keep talking about this bullshit. Um, so, uh, sure. Uh, Jack Frost decides that this girl is, is the one for real excited about the prospects of marrying this person. But is both not the same species. I don't know. Questionable um, exactly how all that works. This may be a world in which. Well, we you we like... know he's not a don't like saying it snow gypsy. Yeah, uh, definitely but... a slur. <laughs> yeah. And D- don't like that. <laughs> it was uh, it was used. It, it's 
it's interesting because it's one of the few cases where it is it is still definitely used as a slur, but is not. Like, yeah, but it's also used, used as like a, a share song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this it's was uh, very sad. This was the same year as Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. Um, I think that's the one where they go to the circus and shit. Huh. It's real weird. There's another movie in 78 was the one prior to that, which was the stingiest man in town. But it's well into them making all of their um, their Rudolph stuff. Got it. So they've like clearly at this point developed some of their um, physical. Oh, yeah. Some of their methods and all that. And, And also, I God, I need to find like a documentary on them because it feels to me as though they just had like. After after the first couple, then you just kind of pop new heads on your old models, and you just right. go, "All right, well, you're a, send another you're, one." Yeah, you're a, you're a villager now. Okay, done. Very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jack Frost pops back up to the Winter Wonderland. Um, I don't remember if it had a specific name. Um, a lot of this like early part of the the movie sort of blurred together for me, but yeah, because they just keep introducing like more set pieces and characters and yeah so we cut to like snips this is the, the, 48 the guy minutes who, i know and it and it breezes by it really does because like the pacing is actually minutes. quite good yeah but it's it's impossible to get a grasp on what's happening as like i when i watched this as a kid it was probably just like oh well these are fun uh noises and colors to look at yeah and that's all that really mattered and so the fact that it, it tried to have a story at all was maybe the, the greater mistake. Yeah. Going back on my, uh, my previous opinions a little bit, but it's a 48-minute long like holiday special. You're, you're trying a little bit too hard to make a it, cohesive it's also world like, narrative yeah. here. It's also like the 15th one that they've done. <laughs> it's not like, you know, when Pixar makes a movie, they spend two years on the writing before they do like anything they wrote this thing in 15 minutes before they started shooting like (laughs) this one was just like yeah (laughs) um like they had one guy with a typewriter and a just mountain of cocaine (laughs) in 40 go to it (laughs) um actually now i want to look up the writer and see what else he's done all right the writer is a guy named romeo muller okay uh ooh, he wrote for thundercats and he did The Hobbit, which is another the animated bass feature? one. Yeah. Yes, the 1977 Rankin Bass Hobbit. Um, let me see. All right. So he did Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. He did, like, yeah. A lot he, of writing. He basically just wrote wrote every um, Rankin Bass thing. Got it. Aside from, like, uh, I don't see the last unicorn. Let me just control F and look for the last unicorn. Uh,. Not the last unicorn, and not Mad Monster Party, which are the ones that are relevant to us, I guess. Yeah, and kind of the worst. Yeah, he even wrote Return to Oz. Oh wow! Okay, um, which it, it that's also a Rankin Bass production. Okay, I legitimately didn't know that. I mean, I figured, but I like guessed it's, after after he was in the same conversation, but I'm still legitimately surprised. It's weird because it's like they did like two live action things before they started doing oh wait no it was just return to oz was the one live action thing that they did and then immediately after 
they did Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and then just kept doing cartoons and then we're forever. Like, oh my god, this is a cash game. Why would we try mm-hmm. to do anything else ever again? Um Anyway, so we go up to fucking space, uh or the stratosphere, I guess. Where vibing in the uh, clouds. Yep. Where all the all the people that make winter live. There's a guy who cuts all the snowflakes. His name's Snips. I like There's, Snips. Uh, who did the voice for Snips? Yeah. It was like kind of um kind of recognizable. Uh, Snip is Don Messick. I don't know who the fuck that is. Is God damn it! I pulled him up on Wikipedia as opposed to IMDb. Scooby Doo. What? No, he isn't. That's Frank uh, no. Welker. Why is Why is every picture of him alongside a picture of Scooby Doo? I mean, he he, he was both Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo. Wait, what? I thought that was. Did he like do it and then die and then it's Frank Welker? I think that may have so. Yeah, in 1969, he was cast as as Scooby Doo in Scooby Doo. Where are you? All right. Well, he died in 1997. Yeah. So he did this in various formats until his retirement. From 1980 was, to 88, he voiced Scrappy Doo. He was Astro, Rudy, Mac, and multiple other things in yeah. the Jetsons. Interesting. So he, both Don Messick and Frank Welker had an overlap of like 20 years because Don didn't stop voicing until 96. And Frank Welker started in 79. Well, Frank Welker also just does, like, every animal voice. Yeah. So I think Frank Welker may have just done it done it for, like, a, a shorter period of time. Maybe. Because somebody else, Hadley Kay, voiced him briefly as well. Um, and then Scott Innes did for a couple of direct-to-video films. Interesting. Ooh. But I he think was, it's primarily uh, Don Messick. He was both bandit and dr benton quest in johnny oh, nice. quest he was also mr peebles in the mcgilla gorilla show huh see this is funny because i his voice is recognizable but yeah i would have never picked him as any of these fucking characters <laughs> yeah i guess when i think about it, it it is not that far off from the mr peebles voice yeah i guess it's fairly fairly far off from dr benton quest right but yeah anyway i thought he did a good job Oh, yeah. Um, no, like, genuinely, I think that everyone aside from the writers is <laughs> do, doing, like, a fairly good job here. Yeah. Maybe maybe not Buddy Hackett, because he sounds real fucking drunk. <laughs> I feel like that was genuine to the character. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the most important plot point. So there's just some other... Um, fucking winter characters um, yeah and then he talks to old man winter and he's like make me human and old man winter's like all right but you need to get yourself a fu- uh you need a house you need a, a bag of gold a horse and a wife he's like these are the tenants that that make you yeah. human this is what humanity is and like that floored me what i heard this is this is a character that is the closest to god as we have in this picture saying that in order to be a man you need a bag of gold and a horse and a wife and a house and if you can't get that within a month then you're not cut out to be a man uh which makes us just both horrible failures yeah sorry yeah i'm not even close to any of that stuff i don't got no gold no technically I you know I I live in a house but the bank owns it. Right. I don't have a wife. This is hell. Nope. I'm no man. I'm I, literally not. I don't a man. even. I don't even want a horse. You're gonna have to get horses one. Horses suck. Uh, <laughs> is this um, is this gender? 
<laughs> this is what gender is. <laughs> Everyone knows. Owning a horse is gender. Yep. <laughs> or the specific combination of these things are the exodia that forms being able to be a gender. And it, yeah. Old man, old man winter sounds like just some bullshit alt-right tweet. It's just like, if you don't have these things, then you're not a real man. Uh, anyway, things like continue it's the kind, to happen. Yeah. Um, so Steven Crowder, the god, sends him to Earth. So he's a real boy now, and he just falls yeah. 10,000 10, feet or whatever. And um, it's fine. Yeah. Well, he landed in snow. Yeah. Thunk. It's his friends up in space are watching him try to... Uh, mac on the one girl that he's ever met and and they're like this guy sucks at what he's doing uh and then old man winter's like yo dogs you gotta go wingman for him (laughs) this (laughs) sucker cannot possibly cut it out on his own yeah there's no fucking chance in the world and um uh so he turns snips and uh holly who is one of the uh snow people whose names we're not saying anymore uh but she's tiny she's like extremely maybe a small. foot tall yeah and um when she's introduced so uh they're all just like hanging out at um uh oh god papa I, papa's house um, they're they're credited as nothing but Papa okay. and Mama. Okay, I could think of misremembering and not able to remember a character's name, uh, but evidently not. Um, so nope. they're all just hanging out and uh, uh, starting to get to know each other. And then there's a knock at the door, and it's the two of them in human form. And everybody... yeah, and he's like, "Well, you're letting me live here. Why not them too?" And they're like, "Fucking sure, why not?" Can't argue with that. It's the 1500s yeah. or whatever. I guess back then, it's just like, well, I guess that's more radiant heat for our house. Yes, bring in the warm bodies. You're going to have to get your own food, though. Just kidding. We yeah. eat ice. Because apparently that's good enough. <laughs> that works out. Yeah. Just imagine living on nothing but snow cones. And uh, and they're like, why is she so small? And they're like, oh, because she's a slur. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Come on in. And Didn't so- he say that she was, like, cursed? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I could have sworn that that came up. Oh my god! And uh, what even happens here? Uh, we go and watch. That uh, this is when Kubla Krause gets his kick-ass song. Oh, that's why. Like, okay, so yeah, we, that's when we cut. And he's yeah. in his like his like decrepit old castle, uh, just sort of vibing. Um, yeah, he's just dancing around. He's like, "Here's all my robots." He's I've got like ten thousand so canonically robots. ten thousand robots <laughs> and a robot like, horse. What does he need money for? I don't know. Yeah, and he's got like a giant container of gold. He's like clearly the the like you know peasant lord here. This is right. his fiefdom, but he's not spending his money on anything. He's got he's he's also very lonely though. Um, he talks about how uh he needed to make all of these robots because nobody would hang out with him. Yeah. So once again, Uh, capitalism has failed somebody else, even though they're at the top. But we do get the best character in the whole thing. Truly. Uh, His puppet, whose name I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good name. Let me see if I can find it. Um, We we can keep talking, though. Yeah, I think it's it's like Clank. But 
he, he just has this he just has a hand puppet. puppet with a fez yeah that he just oh yeah that he just voices and it's just like don't worry Kubla. you're the coolest ever. <laughs> just hypes him up you. just hypes himself yeah. up like uh, it's as much dummy. as possible yeah it's really good <laughs> yeah all right its name is dummy yeah and uh it's so good he like shares part of the song with him too uh, it's a blast hmm? no dummy doesn't even show up until after the song really he definitely yeah, sings they, in this uh probably at some point I don't know. but he does the song and then after that he's like here's all the robots i have i have a waiter i have a horse there's all these robot mice. There's all these. Uh, one of my favorite jokes is the uh, the robot knights' names, where it's just like Kanathan. Kanathan is a very good name. Yeah. I'm gonna. God, I don't fucking remember what. I think he like rides out again, right after this. Um, I don't know. We go back to oh this is when he kidnaps her right yeah yeah Yeah. oh yeah that's the point where they get uh where dummy gets a um because he does another song where it's him being like i will woo her and then he's like how will you woo her she hates you (laughs) if she doesn't like you yeah uh so then he just goes fucking kidnaps her yeah straight up um uh, which they're outside of the castle because Jack Frost decided that he could just go there and fucking steal a pile of money. So he's like, I need a bag of gold. Let's go just take it from it this guy. It's honestly not the worst plan aside from the 10,000 no, robots. Yeah, it, it's not an unethical plan. Yeah, and it's also uh, like kind of funny with him not completely uh, being on the same page of like being a human entails. So he's, like, not familiar with how this system works at all. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I can't just fly up there. Yeah, no, to I'm just going to go ahead and do it. climb up these ice sheets. It's all very confusing for him, and that's kind of cute. Yeah. Um. So he decided, yeah, Kubla Khan, goddammit, Kubla Clank uh, <laughs> decides <laughs> that he's going to kidnap Elisa. Um, and then we pop back to... Apparently, they've opened a tailor shop in the meantime. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. So when he's introducing himself, when Jack Frost is introducing himself right after he's become human, uh, he's like, I, Yeah, he uh, has the scissors. I'm Jack, that's... oops. Yeah. And she's like, oops. And he's like, no, Jack Smith. I'm uh And he like looks down at the scissors. A tailor. Snips. <laughs> yeah. And he's like kind of good at it for some reason, even though he never did that prior. Doesn't matter. Moving yeah. on. None of it. None of this fucking dirt. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. All right. So then the fucking chat ass knight shows up. And, and he's like, I uh, will save her. Elisa's just like, oh, it's that it's that guy that I was actually talking about when I talked about my knight in shining armor. Yeah, because she's like literally actually... fucking knight in golden armor walks in. She's been a fan of this guy the entire time. Like, yeah. Uh, there was there was no point at which yeah she she's was like well there yeah there's two people that she's interested in uh one guy is the fictional figure of Jack Frost yeah and the, like, the other one is this guy that shows up and apparently is into her because she's the only like available woman in town and, or something oh and she like uh was 
previously to this previous to the the kidnapping scene was like asked out by this guy to go to the winter dance or something like that and she says yes uh-huh. and, uh, oh there's that really funny scene before this too god i knew we forgot something there's the really funny scene before this where they're all um passing around the dream gift to each other that's, all right so that's right <laughs> after this oh it is that's okay, a song okay. yeah yeah that's where it, it's extremely fucking good <laughs> which uh, again like i'm so confused as to what this movie has to say about capitalism exactly because like this to me is the movie equivalent of like the people going and taking pictures of empty walmart shelves and being like this is what living in communism is like yeah because it's yeah (laughs) like like thus far they've been like all right well uh money's fake and uh gifts are bullshit like you can just imagine whatever you want it's the sentiment that really matters i get i i think is their point i think that's the point except that then there's the guy who gives her a real gift and she's like extremely surprised oh my god (laughs) yeah real gift no fucking way wow real things what happened to the ice money can't somebody use ice money to get a gift i don't know the ice money completely fell off I think that it's they just don't have talked about stuff. Like they just don't have nice stuff. It, it would be like them handing, giving each other pumpkins and shit. They should give each other pumpkins. You can at least eat those. I mean, yeah. Well, it, it was a nice box that they were handing around. Oh right, they got the one Put nice box, and they've been doing this yeah. for twenty-five years. <laughs> uh. I don't know if this is just like a family thing, or the entire village does this it's it's a or they just like we we don't have anything so we just hand around a box uh uh anyway they all go out and they try to try to get her back um yeah kubla clank kidnaps her yep the The night actually succeeds in in yeah shoots a crossbow um yeah gets her back and then jack frost has to uh keep the castle cold well jack frost and um and Snips and Holly get captured. They they end the rescue attempt. Oh right, half right, right. fail, and they get captured by. Uh, I for yeah, I forgot about that because it is thirty seconds of the movie, <laughs> right? Uh, um, and they're just like in this dungeon, and they're like, "Wow, being corporeal sucks so bad." Actually, like I I I dare anyone who anyone to watch this movie and then explain it to someone <laughs> more than three minutes later god this is gibberish oh and i while watching it i was like i should have like, taken better notes this is not good yeah uh, um and so, so he, yeah he they begs get father winter to, to turn him back into uh his non-corporeal self yeah yeah and then he like freezes the whole castle because that messes up the knights um like he he just knocks all the knights off a cliff the well, robot first, knights first he starts a, a long winter um so he like he like kicks off a winter because um, Wait, was that Kubla later? Clank was going to yeah cuz Kubla Clank was going to like immediately go invade the village and fuck shit up and so um Jack Frost being powerful powerless to stop him in his corporeal form begs Father Winter. And this is like kind of a, a cool scene where he like gives up yeah. on this on uh on this like conquest on humanity. of humanity. He has like, to renounce his humanity. Uh, in order to become the the powerful winter god that he is. And so he kickstarts a kickstarts winter again with all of his buddies, and that keeps Kubla Clank at bay until 
he can find a, until a permanent it's supposed solution. To, yeah, until it's supposed to be spring. Yeah. And that's where we get back to our old buddy, pardon me, oh, Pete. God, I can't. Eddie I can't believe the last song. 15 minutes of this are so fucking dense, too. <laughs> just, they have like it's the so fast. entire last 15 plot points happen this is, in the last this 30 at, seconds. This is at the 39-minute mark. We come back to Pardon Me, Pete, and this thing's 48 minutes long. And he's like, hello, you forget about me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you forgot about me, you dumb bitches. I've been fucking <laughs> narrating this whole damn thing, and now we're back. It's like the midpoint of Princess. has gotta sing you a song. <laughs> but it's just this fucking guy. Yeah, I see. He gives you another song. Um, also, also, just flipping through this, we were talking about how we don't know when this takes place. Yeah. There's a TV guide. During during this song that he sings, although I'm not sure if this song takes place. No, yeah. this song takes place concurrent with the it story. It does because the next plot point is that is that yeah, winter's about Jack to end. Jack Frost is the shadow, and Jack Frost goes and scares, pardon me, Pete back into his into his hole because he wants winter to be longer. And Father Winter made a deal with Mother Nature that like this was what the fuck would happen. I guess. Um, yeah. And... Okay, so we get in this song, uh, Time Magazine, TV Guide, and People Weekly. So all of this is happening. There's just this fucking guy terrorizing a single village with all of his robots living in a castle. In the 70s. In the 70s. I mean, probably. Pe- people are using ice for money. Probably. <laughs> in, the, in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> this is... I don't know what these people thought was going on in Eastern Europe. <laughs> or hell, may- maybe it was that way. I don't know. But it just seems so... Uh, it feels so disparate. Uh, yeah. All right, anyway. Fucking Jack Frost Jack, is like... Jack, yeah, Jack Frost is pardon me if he meets Shadow and scares him back into his hole because... Uh, that's the cue for Father Winter to make it be uh, six more weeks of winter. And for some reason, what he's about to do, he couldn't have done in all the fucking time that it was winter. Because um, what he does is that he's like, hey, Father Winter, you told me that I could be human until spring. Put, put me back human now. And he's like, yeah. okay. He could have been some just like weird superhero. Yeah, and change like, back and forth. I promised Mother Winter that this would happen. That that winter would end by twelve o'clock noon, and it's eleven o'clock. So you really fucking wasted your time yeah. getting here. And, you better move your ass. And so he's got to he's got to do all the the capitalist dream shit in the in the last hour. Um, this is at minute like forty three now, and I just like when watching this, I was like, I don't understand where the fuck. And so yeah, so he like shows up he kicks kubla clank's ass he is like oh well i have a house now because I, I guess i killed that guy so <laughs> this all this is mine now i have a, a big castle i got this robot horse that's my horse so i have a horse now hey the look a pile like, of money yeah, that's nah, my yours. money now <laughs> he's like all i need is the wife and so he's just like, need to get a wife rides into town and um, oh no she's oh, getting no. married She's getting married and is apparently the only available woman in town. Correct. <laughs> and, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this this is actually like kind of a heartwarming scene where she's like, 
actually yeah, in love with this dude and getting married. Right. To him. And he, he just kind of accepts it and is like, all right, that's fine. It's not for me. Anyway, I'm going to go back to being, I don't know, a demigod now. Yeah. It just fucks off. And that's sort of the end of the movie. Uh, we get Pete one more time, just, be, just sort of wrapping it up for us. And yeah. Saying, man, I love to sleep. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know what to think about these things, honestly. It was because it's just so strange. like again, animation. The like songs are fun. Yeah, the uh, I had a good time watching it. Like yeah, it, was, it it carried its weight. I guess it, it it's fun, but it's also just like I I feel as though I could have watched almost anything and had about as much fun. Yeah, that's fair. Do you feel like I feel like, I do feel like this is like one of the few pieces of animation that we've watched where like actually fully used the medium that it was created in to its advantage. Oh, like it felt yeah. better being stop motion. It felt better being animation and they like did interesting things with it that were fun. The like robots sort of lent themselves into it. Oh, I remember the whole reason why he has robots, the whole reason why any of the shit is so that they could make the joke about him having him ruling with an iron fist because oh, he has a literal yeah. iron hand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, they also, like, making Jack Frost semi-transparent in a lot of the scenes, like, yeah. that That was, for the time, you know... Pretty good. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was fun. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're looking so for yeah, a, a winter that's, thing. That's Jack Frost. Uh, what, do, what do you got for a rating on it? 10,000 robot knights. That's a pretty high rating. Ah, uh, you see what happened to those fucking knights? Oh, yeah. Trash. Um, I would give it six more weeks of winter <laughs> uh, out of ten, I guess. That's which makes good. it an even more confusing. Uh, no, I like that. What's wrong with it? System. Uh, well, how many weeks of winter do we get? I have no fucking idea. That's, that's kind of like depends the... on where we're at, which yeah. we don't we don't know. Somewhere winter in Eastern Europe, I assume. Been going on here for like I don't know five days now. I would yeah. say properly. Punks of Tony Phil is in Philadelphia, right? Correct. Okay. At least that... I, I wasn't sure if I was just being an idiot. Like, oh, his name's Phil. Of course he's in Philadelphia. <laughs> I'd like to imagine now that this is like fucking... Um, this is like all taking place in rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Whole fucking movie. It, it's just in the Dust Bowl. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, sounds about right. Because <laughs> like people have tele, like there's video, there's television cameras in this. There's like, but they also use old-timey phones. Like they use, they use like what? When was the telephone invented? 1890. Uh, probably. They use like old ass looking phones. 1875 was the first one. Yeah, these look like phones from 1890s. I feel as though if we look into this movie enough that we're going to find out that um, they had a democratically elected leader and then the CIA killed him and put Kubla Klank in charge. <laughs> no, that's a fucking given. Yeah, there's no way it's Can not. we make that documentary? <laughs> oh. it's it's just a bunch of g-men who are just <laughs> in, investigating this weird being that showed up in town this is an scp actually yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, any uh so what are, any closing thoughts uh not really like i don't know it's it's fine for a christmas special 
Yeah. Uh, like, I like this more than Rudolph, I think. There are kind of a lot of Christmas specials, so it it feels as though you can, you know, you can probably find one that you're going to enjoy more unless you're just going to watch a ton of Christmas specials. That's gotta be true. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. And big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're on Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night. <laughs>